This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. What if I told you you could get a big snack almost anywhere for less than five bucks? Let's talk 7-Eleven's $3 big meal deal with seven rewards. Big meal deal is a big bite hot dog and a large big gulp drink. And you won't find a better snack deal anywhere else. Here's what I put on my hot dog. Mustard. And that's it. That's it. I love a hot dog with mustard. Maybe if the chili, if I'm feeling it, if I'm feeling crazy, maybe a little chili, maybe a little nacho cheese, but I'm a hot dog and mustard guy. But if that sounds like your kind of bite, visit 7-Eleven, valid through 1725. 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax, applicable on large big gulp only, participating U.S. stores only. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. This podcast is scheduled for 10 questions. Fighting out of New York, standing at 5 feet 11 inches tall, and wearing the red, white, and blue trunks, presenting Kyle Brandt. Thank you, Bruce Buffer. Guys, this one's going to be different. You're listening now. You're watching now. This has never been done on this program there are no guests on the show as usual, only contestants. Everybody leaves with a score. This is how we're going to do it. We got a different one today. Before we bring them in, before we make them get their grand entrance, let's give them some context of some prior contestants and what they got as a score and what today's contestants, yes, that's plural, will be competing against. Give me a little roll call. I'm Aaron Rodgers, and I got six out of 10. Hey, I'm Aaron Andrews. I got a five out of 10. I'm Tyra Matthew, and I got a six out of 10. What's up? I'm Pat McAfee, and I'm a dumbass. I got five out of 10. Good luck with your sport, pal. Good luck is right. I told you this one is different, and here we go. Here's what you know about today's contestants. They met at a charity event handing out turkeys in 2013. One of them likes dipping sweet potato chips into pineapple salsa. One of them has their own NFT cards and says they're super sick. One of them is a host on Wipeout on TBS, debuting April 1st at 9 p.m. One of them had a screen name in fourth grade that read Chick Magnet for Life. And both of them join us on 10 Questions. Please welcome the great Camille Kostek and her boyfriend, Rob. What's up, guys? Hey, that was like, I think, the best introduction we've ever had. That really was. <laughs> that was the best introduction ever. Was it the pineapple salsa or the chick magnet for life? Both. Everything. <laughs> because I'm a chick magnet for life because I taste like pineapple sauce. Uh, <laughs> Rob's firing gems already. I'm not even going to ask Camille if she can confirm that. We got work to do, guys. Here's the way it is. it's going to go. We've never had two contestants at the same time. It's always 10 for one. So what I'm going to do is... There's going to be a Camille question and a Rob question. Camille, we'll go back and forth, and then we'll unite the final scores. Here's the deal. When I ask you the question, if you get it right, you hear this totally badass sound. It's going to sound like this. All right? Now, should one of you get, not get it right, if you don't get a 10 out of 10, you have to hear this. And I want you guys to know that these questions are going to seem weird. Like, what the hell are you asking me about that for? 
I promise you, it has something to do with you. There's going to be a reason I asked you. And if you're totally blank, you do get a lifeline. We have the Ask a Millennial Lifeline. Now, it's normally for contestants much older than you. But if you're totally blank, we have a real live 26-year-old who will come in and try to add some perspective. Does that sound good? Yeah. Sounds great. How many times Let's do you go. need that? Just one time? One time only. Okay. You can use it on the first question, or you don't have to use it, Camille. Camille. I've done my research on you. You are one sharp cookie. You may have to do the heavy lifting in that regard. But Rob, we're going to get after this, bud. I got good stuff for you. <laughs> Ten questions with Camille and Rob. Question number one is for Camille. And Camille, I'm going to start with a multiple choice because I like you guys. This is easy. Your category is rock music. Okay. Which of the following is a cover song? Is it A, Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi? Or is it B, I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett? Living on a Prayer or I Love Rock and Roll? Living on a Prayer. I'm you think, li- you think Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi is a cover song that Bon Jovi did not write? Oh, 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 a cover song. I'm thinking like a hit single. Like I'm no, thinking- no, no. Okay. See, Camille's so fired up about this. I can tell you want to do well. A cover means they took somebody else's song, recorded it, and released it. Is it Living on a Prayer or I Love Rock and Roll? Which one? I Love Rock and Roll. I know that for a fact. A fact? Yes. Okay. She put herself out there. Is it I Love Rock and Roll? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is so fun. Um, You know why I'm asking you guys about cover songs? Because, Camille, you were on the cover of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. It's amazing. And I know it means a lot to you because I saw you cry when you found out the news. What was the best part of that? I think it's really hard for me to even say the best part because I think it was just one of those moments where I had dreamt of it for so long. Like my 15-year-old self found out at, I think I was 27 years old. This is the moment. And it was like that point in my life, it all hit me at once. And I, I truly blacked out. I was sober, but I blacked out. It was just like a high on life, euphoric moment of just, I couldn't believe this was the time I'd always hoped it was. I didn't know yeah. it was my rookie year. I was just excited to be in the pages. So to be on the cover was unbelievable. Rob, your girlfriend was on the cover of the SI swimsuit issue, bro. Like, what was that like for you? Yeah, it was incredible. And I think I found out, um, was it like on my birthday? Was it right around then? No, your birthday was after. No, it was like May, remember? Yeah, first week of May. Oh, it was right after my birthday. (laughs) So it was like a double birthday. It was was basically a birthday. It was. And uh, it was incredible. And she's blacked out from it. She was sober. And (laughs) I blacked out many times not sober. So so we kind of have, you know, know, similar traits there. And also... uh, I was on the cover of Madden, and when I was on the cover of Madden, this is why I thought this was a trick question, is that you had Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. When I was on the cover of Madden, I actually sang the song Living by a Prayer by Bon Jovi, but in the Madden version, and that was a commercial that was all over the place, so that kind of threw me off a little bit there, so that was... that was a good, that was a good trick <laughs> for that question. You know what, Rob, Camille said, I know this for a fact. We've done dozens of these. No one has ever said that. And oh, you were I, right. It was amazing. You saved me. So I already like you, Kyle. This is, I'm, I'm already a big, I'm a new fan of yours now because I was thinking in my mind, like the cover of an album. And I was like, oh, living on a prayer is such a hit. Right. But so is I Love Rock and Roll. But there's so many covers of, of I Love Rock and Roll that I was like, yes. there's. It's that one. But I would say, we're going to get to Rob's question now. Rob, 
Camille saying she's already a fan of mine is like you get one first down early in the game. And you're like, oh, this is going to be easy. It, there's a lot left to go. I know. All right. <laughs> Question two goes to Rob. Rob, the category is senior citizens. All right. Now, where am I going with that? You know, I fit right in there because I was retired last year. Well, you got to answer the question first. Rob's making the connection before the question. He's playing yeah. the game he like he sees the matrix. I'm that, I'm that good. Okay. That good. People who are bad at this game don't think about the connection. They get worried about the question. But Rob, here's the question. The two most popular states for retirees in America are Florida and what other state? Dang it. Ooh. You should have said the other state first and Florida. Answer it. But I'm going with, uh, you're like... Like uh, Texas would be a great state to retire in. State of Texas. He says Texas. Camille doesn't like the answer. Oh. Um, I'm not going to show my regard for the answer. What do you think, Camille? You have the advantage of bouncing it off. Your I feel like it needs to be a warm place. Yeah, Texas is warm. No, did you just see the winter? They just yeah, had? that was rare. Like that whatever. Was, this is your rare, question. <laughs> rare, rare week in Texas. I think he's wrong, but I don't. I don't know another. I don't know. Let me think. Could it be? No, it's Texas. Lock it in. Now we're competing. <laughs> it took one question, yeah, and now Camille's out for blood. Now. We're competing now. Rob, you want to go with Texas? I want to go with Texas. I don't see why not. It's warm. It's a big state. Everything's Two better. states for retirees. One is Florida. Is the other one Texas? Ah. Here's what's going to kill you, Rob. This the other state you know really well. It's the state of Arizona. I was going oh. to say that. I was going to say it, and then I was like, it's such a college town, so I don't know. But I was almost uh, going to say correct. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but te- oh. Oh, I was Arizona, say that. yeah. That makes okay. a lot of sense. That makes sense. You know Arizona. You live there. I'm sure you saw plenty of retirees when you would wander off campus. But, Rob, you did get this part right. Uh, retirees. For the first time ever, you're a free agent. How, how does it feel? And do you want to play more football? Yes, I do want to play more football. And uh, it feels pretty cool to be a free agent. Like, you know, this is going on my uh, 12th, you know, 12th year since I've been in the NFL, but my 11th in the NFL because I retired for one of the years. Mm-hmm. But uh, I never became a free agent. Like when I was 22, I signed that like a eight year deal uh, with, when I was with the Patriots when I was 22. And like, that's rare. And I played out the whole contract. Like to play an eight year contract out in the NFL is, is pretty incredible. And, uh, it, it's pretty rare to see, you know, someone that ever even finished a contract in the NFL, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, that was, you know, pretty special there, but I never been a free agent before, but I I'm planning on being a free agent after every season. I feel like I'm a one year deal guy uh, for the rest of my career. Even if I play 10 he more loves years, this one year I'm going to be a one year deal guy, a free agent every year and just, you know, control my destiny every year. So Rob, in, in speaking of controlling your destiny, how open are you to playing next year someplace other than with the Buccaneers? Oh, uh, you know, uh, you know, with the free agency process, um, I definitely want to be back with the Buccaneers uh, you know, that's where my eyesight is, you know, that's, that's where I'm leaning towards uh, big time. And, but you know, with the free agency process, you just never know what may happen. Uh, you know, there's some other teams interested out there too. So I also never been a part of the free agency process. So I actually want to, you know, dip my toes in just to see what's out there. Cause like I said, I want to be a free agent every year. So if I dip my toes in this year, see what's out there, see how it works. 
you know, uh, and if I even go, if I do go back to the Bucks, which, you know, that's my eye sets, I'll know how free agency works. I'll know how teams come after you. And then I'll have that much more of an advantage every single year because I'll be experienced in the free agency game. Yeah. Camille, what do you think of all this? I I think that going back to the Buccaneers after coming off a Super Bowl win and being, you know, with his dynamic dual partner, Brady, it's, and I mean, I, we've also selfishly created such great relationships with some of the guys and their wives and girlfriends that we have so much fun that I think that I would be like sad to say goodbye to anybody, but, but he knows what he's doing. He's, he's brought his, his career this far and it's been so much fun watching. And I I was so excited to find out when he went back because I, you know, I love being his, uh, uh, his his big fan in the stands, and I love getting ready for game days, and then obviously doing Super Bowls, which were, he spoils me. I get to do boat parades and duck boat parades, and you know, get to live that uh, football fan life. It's fun. We're gonna get to the parade, believe me. In the meantime, there's a parade for Camille because she has one point, and Rob has zero, and now it's she gets the ball again. Rob just punted, and Camille's offense is back on the field. It's like you guys in the Super Bowl, Rob. Camille, question three. This one's kind of hard. Your category is world records. Listen closely. It's going to sound weird. In 1927, Hans Longseth set a Guinness world record for having a 17 foot, six inch long what? (laughs) 17 feet, six inches. That's how long it was. And it was a world record. 17 and a half feet. The answer has to pertain to my... This one pertains to both of you. Oh. To your careers, actually. I promise. I mean, I, I have a, like, you know, I would have a good guess because I can't, I've done track before. Right? He's a track guy, you said? I didn't say track. No, no, no. He's just, a guy named Hans. He set a world record for having a 17 and a half foot long what? Like, yeah. it's, it's part of his anatomy. Like, his body. Yeah. 17 feet. You're giving it away, kind of. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me. Tell me. Like, I can't tell you. Come on. Let's hear it. Don't He doesn't want you to. <laughs> Rob, that's up to you. If you think you know it, tell her. Because you're saying he has a 17 foot long and it's a world record, I would say. Is it a. Rob's whispering to no, Camille. It's anatomy of the body. Oh, it's on his body? Yeah. He said it's. Yes. Like a what? What do you think? A toe. You think he had a 17-foot toe? No. Is it an organ? What? I'm not telling you if it's an organ. This dude named Hans, he had it. It was 17 feet, 6 inches long. It's the world record. It stands for like 100 years. Feet? 17 and a half. What was it? Feet. What? These guys want it so bad. Now, do you want to ask the lifeline? It has nothing to do with being a millennial. Oh, what? I don't even I don't have to say 17 feet on your Cam- body? Camille, it's your question. Okay, it is your okay, decision. Okay. Do you want to take a shot or do you want to ask the, like the, le- the it's, millennial? It's like, it's on a male? Because I was going to say, like, it's a hair. Oh. Put on a male? I mean, Rob just got a light bulb over his head. What do you think? It's a hair. It's a hair. He had 17 foot long hair? Is what that what you're saying? Heck? I was going to do you want to say it's his hair? Yes, I don't know what else to say. Did Hans Longsif no. have a 17 and a half foot hairdo? <laughs> yeah. You know what it was? Yeah. Hans Longsif back in the day 
had a 17 and a half foot beard. Oh. No, it doesn't. Absolutely not, Camille. No. What is the beard made out of? Hair. It is made of hair, but it's not his hair. I'm not giving you guys already have the advantage of conferring no more advantages. Here's why I'm asking. I'm going to say a 17 and a half foot inch long chin hair. And then I probably still wouldn't have gotten it. I I was going towards like a 17 foot and a half, like long jump, because you're like long. And I was like, a long jump, like that, a world honestly, record as a like, long jump. But I thought that- Rob, did I your imagination be- let you believe for a second that like maybe it, it could have been downstairs for him 17 and a half feet long? That's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> 17 <laughs> I with him. <laughs> <laughs> I would thought you would say it. All right, here's why I'm asking. Because we're talking about a beard, we're talking about shaving- we need to talk about your guys' commercials because, uh, oh, uh, holy uh, shit. Here's the deal in my house, all right? I'm researching this. I'm doing this. I'm going through your stuff. I'm looking at my computer. My wife is in the kitchen. I'm on the couch, and she hears in the living room, she hears this. Oh, yeah. Oh, this feels amazing. Oh, oh yeah. What is going on in here? Oh, I'm whacking away. <gasps> Rob! Whacking my hairs away with the weed whacker trimmer from Manscaped. Uh, Guys, what's it like to listen to that? Oh, uh, honestly, I, we've heard it so many times, so I'm so used to it. But I can't tell you how many people told me or commented on it. Camille, I was in class. I was in Zoom class. I was on my phone and I wasn't muted or that they were at school or somewhere where it was super inappropriate to have their volume all the way up. And yeah. <laughs> Rob, what, you, what was it like? Would you guys just laughing your ass off all day shooting that thing? Yeah, we were. Uh, the, the outtakes of the commercials were fantastic as well. But everyone that were that was on set, we were just laughing hysterically, like after every take. And then we would change up the takes. We would change up the wording, and it just never got old. It was just a great commercial to shoot. And like every time when we started, like like making the noises like that, you know, it just got. It was just outrageous. Like it was like. We, it didn't even seem like real. We we're like, are we really making these noises for a commercial? It was, it was funny. Rob, you're way into character. I mean, I, you were Daniel Day Lewis. I, I believed it. <laughs> you know, I had, I had to perform in that category. Like, I, I just had to. You know, I couldn't let anyone down. Because imagine if I didn't do that good, everyone would be like, man, I thought Crank's performance would have been better. You know, I always got to perform, Kyle. You did. That was big, that was red zone, man. Thank big you. time. Was that, yeah, that was like the red zone. <laughs> I like that. Two, two touchdowns in the Super Bowl are great. That commercial, oh my gosh. I, I laugh every time I hear it. And it makes me remember the product, so it works. <laughs> Speaking of performing, we've asked three questions. We have one point, all right? Let's get to question four, which is for Rob. This is the best category. Everybody loves this. Finish the lyric. This is where we're going to play a song. You're going to hear somebody singing or rapping or whatever, and then it's going to stop on a dime and you have to finish what the lyric is. I like it. Okay, here we go. And just trust me when I say this, this song is something you can dance to. You guys are going to like it. <laughs> Rob, finish this lyric. Shorty got low, 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 low. Yeah. <laughs> If you can't beat them, dance them. There they go. Come on. Mm. There it goes. Well, 
Go for it. No, 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 no. <laughs> wow. That was a no doubter. I'm sorry. So great job, Rob. Thank great you. job. Rob, Rob was saying it even before the music stopped, and Camille was mad because it was too easy. So easy. Rob, I'm asking about that song because it's Florida and it's Florida. And you decided to, to move to Florida, to play in Florida. You guys have spent all this time there. I look back when you were just done and like you had so many options and you seemed so happy and so healthy. It could have been easy to just ride that out. Was it Tom's recruiting pitch that said, come down to Florida? And what did he say? Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was very direct. <laughs> uh, what was the conversation with Tom? I'm interested. What, how do you get Rob to come out of retirement and switch teams like that? It was for a big move. You know, there was a lot of factors that played into it, uh, for sure. I've talked about it many times, but it wasn't just, you know, just Tom coming out of retirement. It, there was a lot of things that had to play in it. And uh, I would say definitely going down to Florida was actually one of the key aspects. It was definitely... Another the number one key aspect was obviously going down and playing with Tom. But I mean, uh, you know, if he, you know, went to some teams that I really, you know, didn't really like, I don't think I would I would have joined. Like just yeah. the way that he went down to Florida, to Tampa Bay. Uh, just, you know, I've been in Florida many times. I, I you see Camille uh, and I, I were always trying to wear like a bathing suit mm-hmm. or like shorts and tees wherever mm-hmm. we go. We just like to throw it on, have light, light clothes on and just go outside and get it you know, be in the sun. So that, that was a huge part of it too. And uh, just the team overall also, like I looked up the team, you know, once Tom went down there, saw what they had, saw their record and uh, saw that they had a pretty good squad. They just, you know, they just weren't winning games. So I just thought, you know, I could go down there and help contribute to that and, and help making it a winning atmosphere. So everything played the part. And also I was ready to go again. I was ready to play some football and I wanted to be in warmer weather. So when it was Florida, that triggered me. I was like, oh, Tom's going to Florida. We can rejoin in Florida, like warm weather. I can wear a T-shirt. I can wear sandals to the beach every single day. And let me tell you, the whole entire season, I never wore pants one time to work. It was shorts <laughs> every single day. And when it got a little chilly, I just put like a little hoodie on or like a long sleeve like this. Yeah. And then if it was like too chilly, like once in a while, I got in the 40s, I would just toss like an extra hoodie on that's in my locker. I, I would never toss it on going there, though, is when I got to my locker. So just everything played a part uh, for sure. And it lined up how I wanted it to line up. And also my mom lives an hour and a half away, too. So she got to be at every game. Mm-hmm. All right. So the only other question I have, Rob, is you're talking about the weather and all that. What if you had gotten a call from Tom and he's in his mode and it's come on, baby, we're going to do this. We're going to win another Super Bowl. I need you back. Come on and join us. But he had stayed in New England and he wanted you to rejoin the Pats. Would you? have? Oh, uh, what do I have? Uh, possibly. Uh, you know, um, I felt like at that time, though, it was it was time to, you know, start kind of a new chapter, uh, though. So. Um, like I said, like things did line up how I, you know, how I wish they would line up and and they sure did. Uh, it would have definitely been a possibility, but I was, you know, my mindset was looking, you know, elsewhere at that time and, and it happened. So it could have been a possibility, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very happy that it was down in Florida. 
I will say this is our first interview that we've done since he's won or together since he's won Super Bowl. And it's really cool because we did so many at the start, like this time last year, at the start of like pandemic and everything and him going, coming out of retirement and going back into football. And it's just so cool to hear him say a lot of the same things, but like this time be Super Bowl champ of the Bucks. It's like crazy. Mm-hmm. You, can't make, right. you can't make this stuff up. It's wild. It's just like it couldn't have worked out better. Tell me if I'm wrong. It was like a dream shot, right? You're winning the Super Bowl in your home stadium, catching two touchdowns. It was it was like a Disney movie. Yeah, we still like wait. Like, yeah, it really was like a Disney movie. That's why I went to Disney World after the game. (laughs) (laughs) You even went to Disney World. It's so perfect. All right, so who's going to Disney World at the end of this, Camille? You felt that question was very easy for Rob. Yes, I think you should get this one. Okay, because here we go. It's going to be something similar. Question number five for Camille. Your categories name the movie. I'm going to play a clip from a movie. You hear the clip. It's about 20 seconds long. All you have to do is say the name of the movie. And believe me, there are not only one, but multiple connections to you, my friend, in this clip. Camille Kostek, name this movie. Winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. Okay, these are just phrases, for like sports phrases. Are these Nike slogans? Please just... You want to do, just do it? Do you want that one? No! Just have, just have sex with me and say some dirty shit. <sighs> Talking you dirty in Chinese. That's what I'm doing. Name the movie, Camille. I am so good at music. I'm so bad at movies. I'm terrible at movies. Please help me. I'm terrible at movies. We need the lifeline. Bring him in. Bring Richie in. Richie Bozek, 26 years old, intrepid staff member. Richie, say hello to Camille and Rob. He saved me. Camille, Rob, it's great to meet you. I'm trying to help you here. Uh, All right, you heard the clip, Richie. You guys have 30 seconds to put your three brains together and try to name that movie, which again has multiple connections to Camille. 30 seconds, go. All right, I don't know the name of the movie, but let's try and think of some connections. Do you have like any like family members or friends who are actors or actresses or- (laughs) Oh, Richie's um, bombing. Oh no, I don't. Um, I'm like the guy's in bed. She says, "Talk dirty to me." He's doing all these sports phrases. It's a man. It's a woman. And I'm supposed to know the name of the movie. You have to know the name of the movie. Rich, you got nothing. I I don't know that movie. No. What What are you? This is a huge hit. What do you got, Rob? I've known I've known a player talk talking about this movie before, but I just can't, you know, okay, on top of my head right now what it is. Uh, All right, Richie. You you screwed their affairs worse than you did to Brett Favre. Honestly, you were excused. Richie, I'm never. so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Richie, come on, man. Richie Bozak, you're a bozo. Get out of here. Like, I feel like it, it it could be like a varsity blues movie, like along there, but that's not varsity blues. I was but like, I love like varsity a, blues. It could I be like a movie like that. Friday Night Lights and what? No. It's one of those it's much more recent I've never that. seen before, but people have talked about many times. That's the thing. I'm not going to know this movie. I already know. Camille. I'm going to tell you the name of this movie. The name of this movie is Trainwreck, starring Amy Schumer and John Cena. Yeah, I've never seen Trainwreck. Oh, Rob, it's so Wait, funny. What does Trainwreck have to do with yeah. my career? It's John Cena's in the movie. John oh. Cena, you are working with right now on Wipeout. What does it do with John's career? <laughs> well, no. But John is in that movie. It. You are now working with John. That's a very never... done worse than that. We never saw. You got to see that movie, guys. It's wow. really Hold funny. On. I'm putting a connection. Has he been talking to you like that, Camille, at Wipeout? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I got to investigate this. 
<laughs> you versus Cena, Rob. Who, who wins that fight? I do. You oh. do? Yeah, because he can't see me. <laughs> Best. Now, hold on. Wipeout. Wipeout, who also has someone named John Cena, who is in a movie called Trainwreck. We don't have to talk about it anymore. TBS, Thursday, April 1st, 9 p.m. You're one of the hosts. Camille, as far as I understand, these people run through this course and they're exhausted, exhilarated, and then they talk to you. What's that going to be like? Oh, well, <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is you go through an obstacle course that hits and bops you around. I didn't know when I took the job that people potentially could puke on me when they hit the platform. And I'm one of those people that if I even hear it, let alone see it, no, it's 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 a no for me. But it's okay. TV, so of course the cameras are rolling. So I'm actually very interested to see how much made it in for there. But I will say it's so crazy. I'm so live up right there in the action. Like I get splashed when they come and step on the platform. I get slimed. They try to hug me. They try to kiss Ooh. me. They try to hold my hand and high five. And I'm like, just no. They're heavy breathing. But it's it's really cool. I I feel like I can like feel the excitement and the adrenaline rush that they get sometimes. Uh, they'll run the course and I'll feel like lightheaded. I, I don't know. It's weird. I'm almost like tapped in with them, but it is, it is such an insane experience that like I'll remember for the rest of my life. So I'm um, excited to keep doing it. I hope a lot of people tune in and start watching it premieres yeah. April 1st. Very excited. It is not an April Fool's joke. It's really back and better <laughs> and bigger than ever. Big balls, big action. I got small balls. You do? <laughs> yeah. I don't believe you, Rob. I do. What a big piece. Oh, God. Uh, All right. Small balls, big piece. Uh, just... <laughs> You're going to be great at it. Have you run the course? And Rob, would you take your small balls and you run the course? Either of you. I, I, We've talked about this before. We would do it for sure. And I feel like I would be really good at it. But I feel like everyone thinks that they watch it and everyone comes on the show and then they run the course and then they say to me, it looks a lot easier on TV. And, but I had asked if I could run it and they told me there was something called a liability. So they wouldn't let me do it. So. Yeah, it was a liability. I, I'm not. True. Even as a free it. agent, Rob, aren't you supposed to be able to do whatever you want? Can't you run on that thing? Exactly. I am a free agent. And, uh, you know, I was actually back home the other week and everyone's like, oh, you're going to go skiing? Like you're a free agent. I'm like, exactly. I'm a free agent. Like I'm a free agent in all aspects of my life. Yeah. No, I'm going skiing. <laughs> like, so I can jump on those big balls because I'm a free agent. That's right. That's try it. Everybody's got to try it once, Rob. But it won't be called wipeout right. anymore because I'm not going to wipe out. You're going to finish that thing. Everyone says that. Every Camille, he'd be done in ten seconds. Oh, he he would be like whoa and like wipe out like before he even gets on the balls. <laughs> Guys, it's one to one. All right, we're coming down the home stretch. We're on the back nine. And Camille's going to get mad here because I'm going to give Rob a choice. Rob, question six. Rob, you have your choice of categories, whichever one sounds better. All right. Do you want celebrity couples or do you want Spanish 101? Spanish 101. <laughs> Yo soy fiesta. Okay. But no, it's not about that. I'm not going to grab the low-hanging fruit. Watch. All right. Rob Gronkowski, Spanish 101. In Spanish, equis means which letter in English? He just tried to cheat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Were you like, trying to ask Siri? A Q U I S. E Q U I S means what letter in English? Equis. What what it means? What letter in English? Yeah, equis is a word for a Spanish letter, like a letter of the alphabet. Which letter of the alphabet is it? Equis. So it's like an A, B, or yeah, C. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. Equis. Which is it? I don't think Camille knows. Hello, she's smiling. I'm really good at Spanish. You are? Yeah. 
Okay, so G definitely knows. Rob, Akis, what letter is that? Do you have any thoughts? Like, any candidates? Possibly an E. Do you think it's an E? Is that your final answer? I need to make sure. I don't want to get anything wrong here. Is it E? Rob? Yeah, I think so. Rob says E. Does Akis mean E in Espanol? Camille's shaking her head. I'll tell you what it means. Wait, what's the third to last letter of the alphabet? W is a W. Nope. Rob's got it. You know why that kills you, Rob? Remember, think of Dos Equis. You know, the, that's two X's. Yeah. You know, the beer. Oh, Dos Equis. Yeah. It's Dos Equis. That's I like that Camille started this thing and she's like, we're going to work together. Like, we're going to be. And now she's like slitting throats like she wants no! him to lose it so badly. <laughs> why am I asking about X's? X. Because, all right, Rob, your X in so many senses is the Patriots. And we're going to keep this positive, all right? You spent so many great years, nine years with this person, great relationship, great memories, great pictures, just like any other relationship. What do you miss about your ex, New England? What do you miss? Oh, what do I miss? Uh, yeah, positive. Whoa, uh, that's, a, that's a very good question. Uh, I would just say the, uh, just the, you know, the organizational as a whole. Because, like, from the fan base to mm. the Patriots, because the New England Patriots, they're one of the top organizations in the world. I'm talking from fan base being known, uh, you know, wherever you go. It's just, you know, the Patriots are just the Patriots. They're everywhere. Like, it's a, it's a top organization, not just in the NFL, but worldwide. And you can feel that energy. You can, you can feel that. Obviously, going down to Tampa, it, it's, this is a known fact. They're what? It was their 32nd in, in, in the fan base. Like yeah. they, they, their fans, I mean, the, the fans that are Tampa fans are great fans, but the fan base is very minimal. Like with the Patriots, I'm talking like wherever you go in New England, like it's like, oh man, what's going on with the Patriots? What's up, Grant? What's mm-hmm. up? Like I can go down in Tampa, go to a random barbershop. They don't know what's going yeah. on, <laughs> which I do like that too. But I just like definitely miss that overall, like that energy over that, you know, that energy that you're in this organization, that you're playing for the New England Patriots mm-hmm. and that everybody's watching and that you're you're the top dog and everyone's coming for you year in, year out. Mm-hmm. When you have the breakup, sometimes you stay in touch with an ex, sometimes you don't. When was the last time you had any communication with Bill Belichick? Uh, it's been a while, for sure. I would say uh, when I retired. No, no, no. When, when I made a comment uh, when I was being an NFL analyst, I made a comment about the Cowboys. Uh, you know that that Jerry Jones needs to get needs to get the the Cowboys in shape and, and get them on the right track because they need to practice outside and not in a bubble because they played the game in New England and it was snowing out and it was like raining out too and it was cold and you could tell they weren't prepared. And I made a comment like Jerry Jones need to get, needs to get the Cowboys on the right track and practice outside and not in the bubble. And then, and then he hit me up. He texted me. He's like, that's true, Rob. That's why we practice outside all the time. What should we do? We practice outside in the snow, rain, hail, tornado, hurricane, lightning. We'd be practicing outside. So uh, that, that was basically well, the last time. Wasn't from oh, so that- oh, never mind. 
Drunk Beach. Yeah. Drunk, Drunk Beach. Beach yeah. Yes, Drunk Beach. Thank you, Camille. So, you know, she didn't help. She doesn't help me out with answers, but she helps me out with questions like that. But uh, <laughs> it was at the Drunk Beach party. That was super cool of him, actually, when Coach came to the Drunk awesome. Beach party. And, like, all my friends, they were flipping out that he was there. That That's what was really cool is that my friends were flipping out. Like, yo, Rob, you got Coach Belichick here. They, they were like... <laughs> And they were like, let's take a picture with him. They were all going up to him for, to take a selfie, whatever. And you could tell. He was like, what the, what the heck did I come here? Why, why did I come here? I got all these guys taking selfies with me. But it was cool to see my friends, you know, just to get, get that excitement that he was there. I feel like it was cool to see him, like, in that setting. I'd never seen him in, like, such yeah. a colorful shirt. And it's, yeah. it's like, flip-flops and chilling. <laughs> It's cool. I, I, I wish I could see some of those pictures. I don't think I did. I remember. Oh, we, I have Beach. some up on the internet, I think. It's like myself, Linda, Rob, and Bill. I yep. love them. Okay. Well, Camila, you pointed out the thing works so well in Tampa and you go and you win the Super Bowl, Rob, and your home field and everything. So after that's all over and, and you and Tom win again, no text from coach. Nice job. Congratulations. Nothing. No, I think, no, I haven't talked to him uh, since, since the Grunk Beach party. Uh, uh, maybe one time after that or so, but no, uh, it's been a while, man. It's been a while. All right, so here we go, guys. We're coming down the stretch. We are at question seven. Camille, let's get this thing, all right? Your category for question seven, Boston sports. What Fox Sports reporter revealed that her childhood crush was Boston Celtics legend Kevin McHale? Okay, so you got a a Fox Sports reporter, a female. Reporter right now? Right now. And she said her childhood crush was a Celtics legend, Kevin McHale. What female Fox Sports reporter said that? And remember, Camille, it has something to do with you. Is, I mean, this is pretty... Oh, 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 sh- it's Aaron Andrews. She says Aaron Andrews. That was too easy. <laughs> too easy. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, Florida was too easy. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I think Rob was going to say Carissa. You got it right. Oh, I, All I the knew it was going to be one too. of those two. I knew it. It was Aaron. Aaron actually said it on this show in which she was incredible and great. And I love talking about her because, Camille, I know you admire her a lot. And you've talked about that she's so fantastic in what she does. Is what she does, specifically the on-field interviews, is that something that you'd like to do? It was something that I thought I wanted to do. Um what people don't really know about me is I've, I've been studying television and working in a TV studio since seventh grade. I was lucky enough to go to um, a school that had this world-renowned television studio, and I had all of that accessible to me. So that's why I really fell in love with the communications and television production fields. And I really thought as I got older, and I was a cheerleader for football in high school, and I was a, a dancer growing up, and then especially going and and following the lead of pro dancing for the NFL, I, I, I became in love with football and you have to know the sport in order to be a cheerleader. Too. I don't know if people know that, but you have like a huge packet full of football trivia and need to know the ins and outs of mm-hmm. the game and the sport. So I really thought I wanted to mesh the best of both worlds and take that on. But I realized I love dancing for football and not reporting on football. So I, if anything, if I were to follow in the footsteps of Erin career-wise, I, I love watching her career, dancing with the stars, being a dancer, ah. and loving the hosting um, job. That's like the best of both worlds to me. But uh, I just, I love her. And then meeting her in person just solidified that sh- no wonder I had such a 
girl crush on her. She is even more beautiful on the inside. So yeah, she's great. And we are talking to you. You are a communications major, a business minor, like mm-hmm. super educated, a college athlete. You have an amazing resume. I thought you would say, oh yeah, I would. Like, I want to be out there and I want to do the post game because you would be so good at it. It's like I can see you doing that. And Rob, I've done and I've done some stuff with Sports Illustrated um, where I would get Super Bowls and do the NFL PA carpets and talk to Travis Kelsey and talk to the guys and and, and do different things. But I just I didn't get to. I didn't feel me. I felt very buttoned up. I didn't get to mm-hmm. have, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of questions be really strict what they want to talk about, what they don't want to talk about. And then I, I am have been on the sidelines of him doing interviews and stuff. And it's just, it's not for me. So I wipe out honestly is the dream job. I didn't know that was going to be in my, my future forecast of hosting because I am off script, get to say whatever I want yeah. about a comedian yeah. in my ear to feed me lines every once in a while. And I just get to be me. And I'm really excited for everybody to see that. Everybody needs to see it on TBS yes. first. It's yes. not a joke. It really is, Aaron. It's not April Fool's Day joke. Camille's incredible. And I mean this, Camille. I've done a lot of research of you, and you have a ton going on. Like, it's really, really impressive. And I think thank you're going you. places. Rob, this is an incredible lady you have. Oh, thank you, Pat. We only got a couple questions left. Rob, question number eight. Like Here we go, buddy. I like Here we go. Why did you come on the show? Two to one, right? I want all the questions. Two for four for Camille, one for three for Rob. So Camille's up two to one. Rob, your category's rap. Okay, rap. Vanilla Ice boasted that he cooked MCs like a pound of what? Pound of bacon. <laughs> Is Vanilla Ice cooking MCs like a pound of bacon? Yeah! <laughs> Easy. Uh, cooking MCs like a pound of bacon. And Rob, of course, you know that because the song's epic, first of all, but also you did it on The Masked Singer. And you crushed it and did all the lyrics. I just want to ask you about that, Rob. So much fun. You take the mask off. You got this big smile on your face. I'm buddies with your GM, Jason Light. Like, we, we text. We drink. We text each other. We just love each other. And Jason said to me, he said, the best part of my day is every day when I talk to Rob at practice. Like, you have this unbelievable happiness about you. Where does that come from? Uh, you know, that, that's very nice of Jason to say that. Mm-hmm. And actually I was on the phone with him yesterday and he's like, Hey man, like you're doing an interview with, with my friend Kyle. And I was like, really, you know, Kyle, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's a good person. I was like, Oh, that's good. Cause I was about to cancel the interview. If you didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he, he gave you good props too. Uh, I don't know. It's just how I've always been. You know, I feel like, you know, my family's always been like that. My brothers are like that, you know, my my parents are like that, you know, and uh, just always looking in the positive positivity, you know, light of, of everything. You know, if practice, you know, isn't going so good, it's, it's great when Jason comes up to because he actually says some funny things that get, get me going, too. So I like when he comes up to me and and it's just, you know, it was a great year. And every time we talked at practice, we were always laughing and I would always actually get in trouble for my coach. Be like, yo, don't talk to the GM at practice. And I, then, you know, a week later, I'd be talking to GM and my coach would be looking over, like giving me a, a hard time, but it was all for the good. And uh, I would just say just how I've always been. Like, that's just, that's just how I've been. Just mm-hmm. looking at the positivity in everything. And uh, that's, you know, it's, it's kind of tough to answer, like where did it come from? Because it's just how it's been. Yeah. It seems like both of you. I mean, that's maybe that's why you work as a couple. Like it's, it's. I've never met you guys before, but you're super happy despite trying to compete with each other. Rob, what do you think when you look over your entire career? What, what do you think is your single happiest moment? Uh, you know, I would say uh, getting drafted. 
Uh, that was really cool. That was that was yeah. a really cool night. Like I, I was, you know, I was actually a little disappointed. I didn't go in the first round, but then the then the next night came. I went in the second round. Let me tell you, I didn't even care that I didn't go in the first round anymore. Like just yeah. everything went away. It was like a dream. It was a true dream come true. Like that's what I've been working towards like my whole life. And uh, when I got that call that I was going to the Patriots, uh, just that feeling right there right on the spot was just incredible. Mm -hmm. So I would say that, you know, that maybe one of my happiest moments in my career, you know, just getting that call to get into the NFL. What was the hardest moment? Uh, I would say like all the injuries and stuff and then just Mm -hmm. chilling on the couch and, you know, not really knowing what's next and and not really knowing like where, like who you are and where you are because you're just sitting there contemplating like everything when you're injured, like, and you can't really move. You can't really do anything. So definitely the injuries, they, they, t- they told up at, at one point. Uh, and I would say that was the hardest, you know, times for sure. But also I would say that they led to many that being in those hardest times led to the great times uh, because you learn from those times when mm-hmm. you're down and then it, it, you know, gets you to, you know, get going and, and uh, bring yourself up and get to where you really want to be when you're down like that. Mm-hmm. Rob, I want to ask you about something. It's kind of a sharp left turn. I want to ask you about something pretty serious. In 2013, we all saw this terrible, terrible tragedy that went down with Aaron Hernandez. Eight years later, how much does that stay with you? Uh, Aaron was a great player. He was a great football player. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I, I, you know, I get questions like that all the time uh, about him and everything. Uh, and with, with everything going on, I was definitely shook when I heard that, uh, when I heard everything about it, uh, you know, because just, you know, being his teammate and everything, and you just, you know, you really don't see that. You're not really looking into players like that. That's who they are. or That's what they're doing. But uh, just overall, you know, just uh, I just try to keep it simple and light. And uh, he, he was a great football player, but that that does not mean anything. But uh, you, you, you learn from, you learn from other people too. I appreciate you, man, for answering that. I think it's really important. And we move on. Two questions left. Camille, it's two to two. You can take a lead here. Question nine, your category is board games. Did you guys ever play board games? The two of you mm-hmm. in Monopoly, the two most valuable properties are what? I play Monopoly growing up all the time, but I really don't remember the properties. I just know. I mean, this is Camille's question, Rob. It's Camille's question. Just trying to, you know, put, you know, clues in her head. Okay, go ahead. Is Railroad the property? (laughs) I know, like. I'm just asking just so. I know, I'm like, is a bank? Like, I just remember. Railroad, not considered property. It's a railroad. It's those two of them. And it's at the end. Like a state and. um, And they're blue. I would like there's eights, there's banks. There's- yeah. Rob, you guys played a bunch, like you and your brothers and your yeah, parents. I don't, you don't, you don't remember. Eventually, we'd be looking dice at each other. Yeah, <laughs> or those little like red hotels and yeah. shit. Yeah, we'd be whipping them at each other. What's blue? Trying to cheat and stuff. That was me and my little brother. Yeah, uh, just whip the greenhouse. Yeah, it's been so long, that's why I just can't remember. The name. Were any of them on the super valuable properties at the end? Icon, maybe sometimes maybe you played him at McDonald's. You know they do the McDonald's Monopoly sometimes. I remember. Just, this is the one that gets you a million. I, I know. I just don't remember the names. I mean, I, if I heard it, I would like ring a bell. But 
Camille, you got any light bulbs? You, you, you've gone. I'm trying to think of things in my career we haven't touched upon in a word that would resonate, but I think it would take me an hour to think of that. I don't even like. Can we like you give a clue? Like, like name? Is it like a name of a bank or like? Okay. So Something like those that. things in the Monopoly game, the, the properties are all based on Atlantic City in New Jersey. Okay. Okay. Yes. And Atlantic City is famous for one type of thing that, you know, you can stroll up and down. You know, you on, you walk on the boards and look at the... Uh, boardwalk? And, uh, yeah. What did you say? Boardwalk. Yeah, now we're talking. Boardwalk is one. What is the other one? Oh, you're supposed to name two? Got name two. I should have given you one. All right, give clues again. Give clues. <laughs> okay, yeah, I like that. Okay, here we go, Rob. Let's try it. So we got boardwalk. Sometimes when you go to Atlantic City, let's say you drove there, and like, like shit, I got a park. I want to go to these casinos, or I want to walk on the boardwalk. Where can I find a place? It's garage. Park? Parking garage. It's parking garage. I remember. It's parking garage. Boardwalk I and parking garage. I never think of those. <laughs> Rob, I, I love you. I, I would give my soul for it to be parking garage. It's not parking garage. <laughs> if, if you're looking for a, a place to park, you're looking for... Hell? Ballet. Uh, listen to the words. You're looking for a place to park. You're looking for... Switch the words around. Place, park... Park place. Park place. Park place. Park place. Park place. I got place. it. Bring him home. We got it, Rob. You got it. That's a half a point. Uh, no, I'm, screw it. I love you guys I so much. I'm giving you the point. Either of those. Boardwalk and park place. Hey, it all it all rings a bell now. I never would have thought that a boardwalk okay, is such as a problem. Oh, yeah. That you want. I'm exhausted. Are you guys exhausted? That was amazing. A little bit. Here's why. You just tied Pat McAfee's score. Congratulations. Here's why I want to do that, because I like board games. I want to play a little game with you guys. All right. I'm going to throw out something and you guys need to say a name, meaning. All right. So if I say who likes Mexican food more, you say Rob or Camille. Okay. okay? And you're trying what you're trying to do is say the same one. So think what the other one's thinking. And I'm going to go who likes Mexican food? One, two, three. And then you say it. All right. Here is the game. Okay. Who likes Drinking more. One, two, three. Rob. Got it. Okay. You guys on the same page. Who Googles themselves more? One, two, three. Come here. <laughs> Why'd you say it so fast, Rob? I was almost gonna say you. I've seen you Google yourself. I have, but she's got Google alerts, so that's oh I do. That's like oh. I do. Google alerts like, hey, someone's talking about Camille yeah. Costa yeah. and it hits you. Yeah, I can okay. see what's out there on me, but I don't got, I, I don't you got the alerts. You wake up in the morning and do it sometimes. I yeah, see. I don't got the alerts. No, no alerts. All right, you guys have been together eight years. I can tell the chemistry. All right, here we go. Who is looking at their phone more? One, two, three. Rob, no. Oh! You've been on your phone so much lately. No, I only even have to charge my battery for like three days because I haven't been on. Camille's phone literally always running around the house every day. Oh, where's the charger? My phone's about to die. Oh, that's true. But I'm just not good at charging. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last one here. I'm just going to go for it. Who is hornier? One, wait, 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 two. Wait. Did you say cornier or hornier? Yeah. No, no, no. Great question. Who is hornier <laughs> with an H? It sounded like one, hornier. two, three. <laughs> Ralphie. <laughs> The dog. The dog. Answer it seriously. Yes. 
Camille. Don't see the dog. All right, Camille. Wait, wait. Is the the dog doesn't play any part in this, right? I'm like, like, why? Just, why are you talking you about the dog? That's inappropriate. <laughs> All right, Rob says that now we know why you guys got a dog because Rob's a freak and he's a free yeah, agent. That's what free agents do. I'm a dog. I'm owning that do- dog. All right, Camille. Now. Camille. Honestly, it's All right, even. It's Camille. It's even. That one's even. How do yeah. you say even? You don't. You got to pick when you say Camille. Guys, we have, we have, no, she said you, you said, and Rob said the dog. That's how this will go down and be remembered. Rob said the dog. Question number 10. This is always an essay, meaning I'm going to give you the floor to explain yourself on something. And Rob, this comes to you. Rob, here's your essay. Tom Brady, the greatest player in sports history, celebrated his most recent Super Bowl, throwing the Lombardi trophy to the backup tight end, mind you, not you, Looked drunk as hell, getting carried out. Looked like he was the happiest guy in the world. Defend your boy. Tell me why that is how you celebrate another Super Bowl if you're Tom Brady. Uh, that is how you celebrate a Super Bowl because he celebrated six other times. So, like, you got to step it up a little bit when you're at a parade. And this is a bull parade, and he wanted all his teammates because he's a good team player. He wants all his team teammates involved, and he's held that trophy many times. So he's like, man. I want my teammates to hold the trophy that never held it before. So that's why he tossed it to Cam because he looked at me. He goes, Rob's held it many times too. So he threw it to Cam and Cam made that amazing catch. And then he's like, man, I don't really ever drink, but guess what? I got to get wasted because this is just getting too plain and simple, these parades. So let me get buzzed a little bit. And then the parade will be even cooler then because I've been to so many. I mean, so he got a little wasted then too. So what a celebration. And that's just the explanation. That's just the true facts right there. I mean, I didn't ask him anything like that, but I can just tell that's definitely the reasoning. And uh, he should have been more wasted, actually. I wish he got uh, carried to the hospital and got some IVs. In oh, jeez. No, no, I'm talking like, you know, total survival mode, but, yeah. but just like a little too carried away. Cause then I could have been like, Tom, man, like, you're partying too much. You got to stop. Like he used to say to me back in the day. <laughs> Camille, do I give him the point? That was pretty good. Give him the point. That, that is it. That Rob gets fun. the essay question. And Rob and Camille, you have finished the 10 questions. Our final score, a 6 out of 10. How do you guys feel? Oh, that's pretty good. That's okay. pretty good. 6 out of 10. You tied uh, Aaron Rodgers, Tyron Matthew. Like you did really well. And the it's last the thing we need to do before we say goodbye. That's right. We didn't tie them. I beat them. Before we go, guys, we end every episode with a call out. You think of some public figure in your life, maybe that you work with or admire, and say, come in the show and try to beat my six out of 10. I want one from each of you. Rob Favre already called out Tom Brady. Would you like to join him? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm calling out someone else. I'm calling out Chandler Jones, <laughs> uh, defensive and Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I feel like he would be a great guest for this show. He's silly. He's big like me. And uh, when he was on the Patriots with me, he was the, the black grunk and I was the white Chan. So uh, Chandler Jones, step up your game, boy. <laughs> Camille? I'm going to say Ashley Graham, come on the show. She's such a ball of energy, so much fun, and someone that I've looked up to in uh, Sports Illustrated and the modeling industry. So I, I would have fun watching her. I love watching her podcast and stuff, and you guys would hit it off. Ashley Graham would love to have you, and I would love to watch Wipeout on TBS Thursday, April 1st at 9 p.m. Woo! Rob, 
Camille, you guys are so cool. I, I, I am so in admiration of you. You were so great on this show. Thank you so much. I hope you had a good time. Did you? That was yeah, so that fun. That was good. That was I great. Like- Everybody, we will see you next time on 10 Questions, and we will see Rob and Camille walking somewhere on the boardwalk. See you later, everybody. Park in this place. Ten Questions with Kyle Brandt is a co-production by Spotify and The Ringer. The show is produced by Richie Bozek, Jason Gallagher, Noah Malale, Steve Allman, Jackson Safan, and Arjuna Ramgopal. Our theme song is by Matt Schiltz and Bobby Lord. Additional sound design by Bobby Lord. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.